You're listening to... No, that's not real. You're listening to The Heidi Rue Show. Yeah, that's better. Inspiring. Entertaining. Real. The Heidi Rue Show. So today on the show, I've got Letitia Roll here with me. And this girl's life has been really interesting. She is quite the force to be reckoned with. So you're going to love hearing from her and what she's learned along the way from business and and just life in general. She actually grew up playing basketball at Eckerd College. Your dad never let you or your sister wear makeup. And why I say that is it's so interesting is because now Letitia has this highly successful blog and brand called Blue Hazel that her and her sister have done together. And so they talk about fashion and beauty and fitness. So it's really funny to be able to think back that, you know, you weren't even experimenting with that way back when, when you were growing up. Um, yeah. So I love that. She's also an author. She authored a book called Girl, You Got This. And then she also just been so brave. And I know there's been a lot of challenges along the way to create a hat just for curly haired, which, you know, I am all about that. I'm a little biased towards my guest today because she has curly hair and <laughs> and she's thinking about us curly girls. So yeah. I really appreciate it. So I want to ask, you know, Letitia, growing up, playing basketball, not wearing makeup, what even led you to create this huge blog? Well, Heidi, first of all, thank you so much for that intro. It was super yeah. sweet of you. Um, Blue Hazel stems from my sister and I's relationship. Um, Blue, I have blue eyes. Hazel, she has hazel eyes. And we wanted to create something together all of our lives. So she was in college. She, we have four years different from us. Um, we were in, she was graduating college. I was already off, you know, doing things with my life. And when she was graduating, we were like, let's do something together. Then we created Blue Hazel. So Blue Hazel stems from our sisterhood, because everyone around us always said, I wish we had a sister like you. We come mm-hmm. from a family of five kids, so and our parents raised us super tight, um, and we just have a really great family bond. And everyone always admired it from our small town back at home, and I said, you know what? We should share our sisterhood with the world, because I could never imagine not having my sister in my life. Mm-hmm. Whether it's my sister, Diana, or my best friends that are pretty much like my sister, I learned so much from each woman that's in my life, and not have that, it boggles my mind. So we wanted to act as that sister for the other woman that may not have to send our friendship. That is so awesome because I know I have a sister, um, too. We're a little closer in age, uh, just 19 months, but we're so different. If somebody asked me, okay, who is one of the people that you've learned the most from? I would say my sister because right. we are so different. And yeah. so, um, so I really love that. That's awesome. You grew up playing basketball. Did that yeah. affect you in any way growing up? I mean, did, were there lessons that you learned playing basketball that have helped you out today? Oh, my God. I mean, being an athlete, it shapes your whole life. Um, I think being an athletic woman as well, it puts you in a lot of different um, challenges and different areas of life that you're going to be challenged and tried, and you kind of just work your way through it as a young adult. Um, I thank God for basketball. It got me a free scholarship to college. Um, it is what made me the woman that I am today um, because of sport. I, nothing is ever too hard for me. And I always tell everybody, like, I got a basketball scholarship because I worked hard. I was never the best on the court. My older sister who played with us, um, with me, me and my sister were in the same grade. I have an older sister, not Deanna. Um, but she, she was the best. And I just knew I had to work hard 
because mm-hmm. I was always underneath her. So through hard work, I don't care no matter what, I will be the best because I'll work harder than anybody else. So mm-hmm. basketball is still that in me that no matter what, I'm, I'm not going to be the best at everything, and, I, and I'm okay with that, and I'm fine with that. But I can bet you I'll work harder than the next one. And because of that, I'm going to get what I want. Resilience. That's what that's what I hear too. Yeah, that's which, the word. 100%. Gosh, what a great trait to be able to carry throughout life. Talk to me a little bit about your sister and you's relationship. I mean, has it always been a great relationship or have there been some ups and downs? I mean, having a sister, it's like having a boyfriend sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys have good days, you have bad days. You guys want to argue about nothing that matters. And some days you guys want to hug and love each other, you know? So it's literally like having a boyfriend, but it's 10 times better mm. because it's your sister and you're stuck with her forever no matter what. So my sister and I, we have a great relationship, but we have a relationship like any relationship. And as any relationship, you have work to do, you know? We have arguments, we have disagreements, and then we have the best trips of our lives. We have the best conversations. She changes my life. I change her life. I have her back no matter what and vice versa. So, you know, our sisterhood is like any other relationship in life. you got to work towards what you want. If you want a successful relationship, you got to work towards it. And we've worked through it, and we've gone through many things. And working together, golly grief. We've learned a lot. You know, they say, there's a saying, it's a, you shouldn't work with your family or, like, some golden rule. It's hard working with your family. And it's very true. Um, you know, and we've crossed the line where she was like, you know what, I want to do this. And I was like, you know what, then do it. Like, that's what you want to do. That's what makes you happy. And that's what you do. You know, supporting your sister and your friends is, like, the number one thing. So, like, that's what where we are right now. Whatever mm-hmm. you want to do, I will support you. Yeah. And then we carry on through that. So tell me about how um, Tress for Us, the hats that you've designed, how did that come yeah. about? Okay, so Tress is like my baby right now. Tress is something that I had an issue with. I have a big head of curls, and I could never fit a hat on my head. And the true story, um, my boyfriend at the time um, to go out for dinner, and I did not have time to diffuse my hair. It took me, it takes me like 25 minutes to dry my hair. And it yeah. goes, it's a process, right? You, you know how to Yeah, do. I got you. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I was like, I just want to, I'm going to throw a hat on and leave. I cannot find a hat to fit my head. It was the worst. And I literally looked at him and I said, you know what, I'm going to invent a hat for us. He's like, what do you mean? I said, trust me, I'm just going to, I need a hat that fits my head and my curls. So that's what I did. It took me three years. Um, I went through a lot of losses. I lost over $5,000 trying to create this hat. Um, I learned a lot on the way. Um, I had a lot of failures. And um, three years later, I was finally able to meet with the manufacturer that created my first um, small shipment of Tress. And we sold out in a matter of three months. Wow. So it's, it's really cool to see how your issue affects all these other women around you. Because, like, I wasn't the only one with the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I created it, my girlfriend's like, I need one too. And I'm like, seriously? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just really cool to see women wearing something that you had an issue with and you guys can all relate to. Like, it's an automatic conversation for me. Yeah. Like, and it's an automatic, we relate. Dude, remember your head hurts? Like, you get like a mark on your forehead mm-hmm. or you have to have your ponytail super low on your neck and you're sweating all day with a hat on your head. Mm-hmm. You know, trust me, our whole thing is we make a hat for women because hats aren't made for us they're made for men yeah you know so i believe that everything should be made for us as a woman because we run the world <laughs> and trust is made for women and 
you know, and it is unisex because men, there are men that have beautiful curly hair yeah. um, and braids and stuff like that. So we sell to men as well, you know, but trust was made for us. It was made to protect our hair, to style our hair, and to look cute. You know, we want something that can go with our everyday outfits. We want moms to look cute, drop their kids off. They're on the go. Like, my lifestyle is very on the go. And I don't have time to always do my hair. Mm-hmm. So trust is my baby. It's 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 an amazing product. Um Women love it, and it just it, it serves a functionality purpose. Yeah. Can you talk about, Letitia, one of those failures that you had in creating oh, yeah. this and how you oh, yeah. overcame it? I can say my first failure. Um, so I didn't know what the heck to do. I just knew I wanted to create a hat. I'm not a designer. I can't draw. Uh, I don't know fabric. I don't know anything. I just knew I wanted to create a hat. So one of my good friends said, hey, you should go on this prototyping website. Um, they, make the, they can make a prototype for you. I was like, cool, all right. So I went on, online, I went on the website, and long story short, it said you have to put a deposit down, and in so long you'll have a prototype. So I was like, all right, great, let's, let's see what happens. So I, I think it was about $1,500 I had to put down, wow. and, and it was a process. So $1,500, and then you're working with their team online. So I'm working with them, I'm, I'm vocally telling them what I want. I'm sending them, like, pictures of stuff, how I want it created. So I get a visual drawn. I have a visual in my hand. And then three months go by, and I haven't heard from them. So I'm following up and following up. I'm like, hey, I thought I should have a product in my hand by now. And it was just the runaround. It was, I kept getting the runaround. Um, long story short, I had a very um, deep conversation with the quote-unquote owner of the company, and I was just very unhappy. So... I spent about 50, a little over $1,500, and I was left with a, a, a sketch that the designer sketched for me with that prototyping company. Um, so I paid over $1,500 for a sketch, and oh I never got any product. I never got a sample in my hand. I just had a sketch. At that mm-hmm. point, were you like, ugh, gosh, yeah. what do I do? I was, you know, I was like, this isn't going to so work. Discouraged. I was like, you got to be kidding me, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But I took it as a loss. And I was like, you know what, at least I have something. Because I couldn't draw it. The designer at least drew it for me, so I had the visual. So with the visual, I was like, you know what, whatever. I'll suck it up. I have savings. I can go through a little bit of my <laughs> savings. And then we'll figure out what's next step. Wow. So that was my first failure. And it sounds like, just from growing up and what you learned even in basketball, it probably helped you help to lessen the blow for something like that oh, yeah. of like, okay, <laughs> knocked me down, but I'm just yeah. going to keep going. A hundred percent. Knock me down nine, I'll stand up 10. And I believe in that. And I also believe that, you know, you miss 50% of the shots you don't take. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep shooting because eventually I'm going to hit it. Is you that, know what I mean? Yeah. Is that the advice that you would give to someone else that like has an idea like you and wants to kind of go for it? Would that be your first start of advice is just, look, just go for it? You have to believe in yourself because people looked at me like I was crazy. Um, like, what do you mean? And if you didn't have curly hair, you just don't get it. Right. And my people that I was around in the business world, they're men. So they were looking at me like, what are you talking about? You have to believe in yourself. And you can't give up. Mm. Like that's my biggest advice. Like, because if you don't believe in your product, nobody else is going to. Yeah. I had to hammer this in people's head, and it wasn't until like Beyonce came out with the curly cap right before I launched, people were like, "Oh, maybe you're onto something." And I'm like, 
I was like, you friggin' jerk. Like, you know I've been working on this for three years. You know what I mean? And then yeah. Beyonce says something and everybody's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. And I literally, that day when she launched her hat, I cried. I was at my friend's house and I cried. Mm-hmm. I was so emotional because I was like, what? I've been working on this for so long and mine was coming two months after. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ugh, why did it happen to Beyonce? It could have been anybody else but the queen. Yeah. Jeez. But you know what? That just, for me, that was like, there's a market for it. And I knew that my product triumphed every product that was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't bother me. I got in my feelings, yes. <laughs> but I knew my product was better um, mm-hmm. because I put, I put in the work. Yeah. What great perspective. I love that, Letitia. Um, and I love your story. But um, selfishly, I would really love some tips from you. Yes, yes, <laughs> um, yes. So as a fellow curly-haired girl, I would love to know, like, what has made the biggest impact on your hair over the years? Um, because I know I've tried a bazillion products over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have gotten so much of my money. <laughs> yeah. So what has worked best for you? Okay, so there's two Albanian sisters that changed my life about four years ago in L.A. Um, their name is Ezzy and Donatella. They worked for Diva Sean, which is a Diva Curl salon that's now closed in Culver City in L.A. Uh-huh. They actually own their own salon in L.A. It's called Curls One-on-One. And if anybody is ever in L.A., had if you're in L.A., you have to see them. They will change their life Okay. when it comes to curls. They changed my life. Um, they taught me how to get my curls the way they are now. So... I'm a Diva Curl to the day I die. I rock with Diva Curl. They are my go-to. Um, I love mo- I love a lot of their products. And my go-to, like on a day-to-day, for instance, right now as I'm talking on the phone, I have a leave-in conditioner in my hair because I went blonde. So um, they have this great deep sea repair mask and a melt into moisture mask. And I leave that in my hair. If I know I'm not doing anything for the day, if I'm working, I have it in my hair just to keep my curls moisturized. Like for the night or for 20 minutes, and then I'm going to wash it out. Um, my go-to curl products are the Super Cream from the Diva Curl line and the Defining Gel. And you only put product in your hair when your hair is soaking wet. That's when it works the best. So like when I'm in the shower, I have these products in the shower with me. Um, after I cleanse my hair with their, they have this great conditioner called um, One Condition Decadence. I condition my hair. I leave a little bit of the conditioner in just to keep it moisturized. And as my hair is dripping in the shower, um, I'm scrunching up my head upside down, the super cream and the defining gel at the same time. So I kind of mix them both of my hands together. And I'm scrunching my hair up, and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna towel dry it with something cotton. Something cotton. I use okay. an old T-shirt sometimes. I use one of their Diva towels, which they're bomb. But if you don't want to spend the money on it, just use a T-shirt or yeah. something, like a, whatever. And um, I scrunch out the excess water, and I diffuse my hair. Because I don't have time for the air dry. I don't like looking like a wet dog. Right. <laughs> I throw my hat on and go, or I need a diffuser. You need to get a good diffuser. And now, you don't have to spend a lot of money. I literally have a travel one that I got from CVS, a Conair. And um, that's what I use huh. when I'm on the go. And the diffuser, you need a diffuser. You can't use just right. a blow dryer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's key. And then the diffuser helps with my volume. And I, and I go between the hot and cold temperature. I don't like to use a lot of hot, but if I'm in a rush, I do, but I always end it with cold. Yeah. Those are great tips. And one of the things that I'm taking from you is that, so I always, like, dry my hair, you know, pat it dry. Mm -hmm. I don't do it with a T-shirt, but I do it with a towel. So I, you know, pat my hair dry, and then I put the Diva um, cream Uh in there. Um, But now I'm going to try it beforehand. 
um, and yes. see how that works. So do thank it you for before. that. Do okay. Get the product in when your hair is wet because that's when it's going to suck it up. Okay. It's like a sponge. Your hair is like a sponge. It needs to suck up all the juice while it's wet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, from now on, my hair is going to be totally different. No, um. I'm excited. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you for those great tips. And yeah, kind of along awesome. those same lines, since you do have a lifestyle beauty and fashion blog, um, what has kind of been one of your best beauty tips, at least even right now, that you're just loving that's really changing your life? You know what? I, I can honestly say one of my best beauty tips that I've learned recently as the older I've become is minimal minimalizing my product. Hmm. Like, when I was young, I would try anything and everything on my face, and I have sensitive skin. Um, but with my sister being in my life, and she's so nutrition, like, forward, and everything has to be clean and real. I use Coco Kind skincare I've been using lately. Okay. Um, and I just use minimal products that are made of real things, on like on from like plants. Um, using plant-based um, skincare products have really changed my skin, hmm. and I just I feel the difference. And, you know, lately I've moved to L.A., so I've been dealing with, like, a, like a big move and a lot of the transitional phases in my life. And my channel was breaking out like crazy. Huh. Um, it's your hormonal space. So um, so I, I started using some of Coco Kind spot treatments and stuff, and it's just changed my skincare. So, like, I don't have to use uh, the silicic acid, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Um, because my skin is so sensitive, I break out when I use that. Hmm. So I was able to use, you know, real products, and it's really changing, like, the the, the texture of my skin. So I'm hmm. thankful for that. That's great. Yeah, it's su- it sucks getting older, though, doesn't it? I mean... <laughs> you know what? I'm actually loving getting older. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's learning me. It's teaching me a lot about products, and I'm changing, and I'm going to have to put a little bit of money on my face. But yeah. I really enjoy getting older. Yeah, it I'm forces us to just, take care of ourselves a little yeah, bit more too, doesn't it? Spend a little money, more money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay, so we talked about your blog. We talked about Trust for Us, but I didn't even talk to you about the book that you wrote. So, tell me a little bit more about Girl, You Got This, and what inspired you to write that. So, Girl, You Got This is um, it was a book of love from me and my best friend. Um, it was me and my sister, Cody Cabral and Lauren Williams. Um, they were two women I met when I was in South Africa, and we just became, they became a part of my sisterhood. So we wanted to share, you know, our passion with our, our sisterhood and our community. And, you know, what we're great at, we wanted to give that to everybody else, because that's what we give to each other. In our sisterhood, from my sister, I learned nutrition, I learned recipes. From Cody, I learned how to use real products to clean my house or to wash my hair, or, you know, I'm not using toxic things. Lauren is the fitness guru. She changed my life. When I need to work out and get my body right, I call her. So we literally just made a book, a diary called Girl, You Got This. And I'm the talker. I'm, I like to empower women. I like to speak. I like to share my life with women, and I, I share my truth. So we pretty much put together all of our passions into a book. So Girl, You Got This is like, look, dude, I know you're having a rough day, but hey, you got this, read this book, whatever you're dealing with, you know, we want to help you get to living your best life. Mm Because that's what we do as a sisterhood in real life. So we're just doing what we do in real life in a book. Totally. My husband and I were just talking um, because I do like I do these little video chats with like a few of my best friends that are scattered all over. And he just laughs because every time we get on there, I'm like, oh, my gosh, your shirt looks so good on you. That was a great color. 
your hair looks really good how you like curled it today. Yeah. And he's like, if guys talk to each other like that, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really. so true that that's how women are to each other. Yeah. We just naturally yeah. kind of build each other up or that's yeah. how it should be at least. Yeah. Um, and that's what we want more of. So yeah. Just spreading our sisterhood about love and yeah, I love that. Okay, so I can't skip over. You mentioned being in South Africa. So yeah. what was what's that story all about? I lived in South Africa after college for four months. I was modeling at the time, so my agent sent me over to South Africa. There's a lot of German clients in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I was just working there as a model, living the best life ever. Cape Town, mm-hmm. South Africa. If you haven't been there, you need to go. It will change your life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that does sound like the life. <laughs> okay, well, I couldn't... I could not let you say that and then not tell us the story about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so one final thing. I want you to share, like, one tip that you would, I don't know, meant a lot to you or that you remember most from the book, Girl, You Got This. Um, it's called Bounce Back because as a woman, I feel like, you know, we go through so much. We are the nucleus, I feel like, to the world. And we deal with a lot of things emotionally, physically, mentally, in a workspace, um, on a day-to-day base, um, health-wise, being a mother, being a sister, being an aunt. I want to talk about bouncing back because I feel like we are the masters at bouncing back because no matter what we go through as a woman, you've never met a woman that wasn't strong, mm. that hasn't been through something. So my passage about bouncing back was probably my, my best um, article yeah. in the book. Well, Letitia, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing um, about all the wonderful things that you're doing in your life. And um, I just want to say that we wish you the best of luck over in L.A. I mean, we miss you here in L.A. in Atlanta, Um, but we wish you the best of luck in L.A. and with everything with Trust for Us and Blue Hazel. If people want to follow you on social media, um, how can they do that? Yes, you can follow me on social media at Blue Hazel at B L U. H-A-Z-L. So there's no ease. Um, ever, we are changing it up soon. So Blue Hazel will be becoming the Blue Books in the next two weeks. But if you follow us at Blue Hazel, at B-L-U-H-A-Z-L, we'll do the transition. And, yeah, you can follow us there. And BlueHazel.com is where you can find our blog, our platform, and all that good stuff. Okay, cool. And so you're just changing the name, or is this a whole new yeah. direction? No, we're, we're just changing the name. We're okay. changing the name and... We're just kind of kind of make it more of like a book thing instead of a blue hazel. Love it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Letitia, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And um, yeah, thanks so much. Good luck with everything. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have an awesome day. As a Georgia peach, she loves pleasing people, so she wants to know how she can improve the show. So let her know either on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Heidi Rue. Also be kind because she's my wife. And if she has a bad day, then I'm really going to hear about it. 